0: Hey mama, it's another episode of my podcast and I am so excited to have you here with me again today. If you're joining or listening for the first time, I created this podcast for you and for African women like you who are interested in building structured and profitable tech-powered businesses from the comfort of their homes without trading the things that matter the most to them like their families and their faith. If this sounds like you, or if this sounds like what you want, please stick around. There's a lot of amazing, amazing content that I've created and I'm creating for you. So quick story here. I was talking to a girlfriend a couple of weeks back who wanted to start an online thrift store. And um, we started talking and she gave me the business plan or she explained to me a model and how she intends to make money and how she intended to source for our products. And it sounded like a very brilliant idea. And I gave her tips on how to push this business. But then a couple of days later, she got back to me saying that she doesn't think she wants to run this business. Okay, so why is that? She had gone online and she had found several other thrift stores that are doing way better than her, that have started longer before her, that have made more sales and have built more followers and more trust online than her because she's just starting out. And she was like oh i don't think i have a place i don't think i stand a chance guys even have maybe better clothes than i'm selling and stuff like that and she just felt like okay maybe she just look at another business that a lot of people are not doing and then for me i'm like okay so you're going to shut down your business idea just because a lot of people are already doing it is that the best approach to this or is it not better for you to start thinking of how to do this and how to carve a niche for yourself in this industry. Anyway, so this prompted me to record this podcast. You know, for the past couple of weeks now, we've been looking at the limiting mindset and beliefs that affect women or that African women face that kind of stop them from building the business of their dreams. And I've been suggesting and giving you ideas on how to ditch this limiting mindset and build a global brand and adopt a winning mindset that will help you build a global brand. So, like someone wants to start an online fashion store or you want to start a makeup tutorial page and they go online they see a lot of people doing it they see a lot of instagram pages instagram accounts of people doing this already and they're discouraged they're like oh i don't think i stand a chance to do this if you are sitting on this table then this podcast is for you just stick around and um, i'll just get into the juicy parts shortly so before i actually hear my opinion about this i'd like to say that It is actually an important step to take to assess the environment of the business you're about to start before venturing into it. So the fact that you're thinking and you're making research and you're checking how many people are doing it, you're looking at your competitors or your predecessors is actually a good thing that you're doing, right? Because you need to find out if the business that you're starting or that you're already running or that you want to venture into is actually meeting a real need. You need to ask yourself, are people really in need of these products? Then how many people are in need of this product? Is there demand? How are you getting this data? Are you just speculating or are you just guessing or are you doing your research? It's time for us as African women to step up. It's time for us to step up our games and start making data-driven business decisions and start investing based on appropriate information or accurate information on the business we want to start. Now times up for women running shabby businesses based on emotions, based on essays, based on what what is trending, what everybody is doing. It's time for us to step up and start running businesses that are well researched. And um, if we start doing that, we'll stop having businesses that shut down after a couple of years. So recently I started working on this business idea. And as someone who lives by this principle of, you know, researching an industry before delving into it, I started digging into research. I started reading case studies, reading the news, looking at data, what are the policies within this industry. I just started doing my own research, and what I found really got me thinking. So before I started doing this research, these ideas sounded really brilliant in my head. I'd mentally put one on one together, I'd calculated all the money and all the profits that I'll be making from this business. And everyone I told about this business just you know were just you know saying the same thing that this is like a brilliant idea, I'm gonna make a lot of money. It sounded really good, and I was ready, you know, financially to just you know invest into this business. But when I started my research, I realized that it was going to take more work than it appeared on the surface to actually get this business running. Then the financial investment that is required was actually way more than i thought about because i thought okay it was going to cost me a few hundreds of thousands of naira and i already have that set up somewhere but then i realized that i was going to need actually more money than i was thinking that i, I was going to need because i had done more research and i saw some of the things that i, I need to pay attention to even from the beginning right and the worst part is that all the profit that i had imagined that i was going to be making were going to be cut down by the duties and levies and taxes that were in this industry or that came with this business that i had no idea of so if i didn't do my research i would actually shut this business down within a month or two because i, I didn't have enough information and i didn't have enough um, resources to just put it off so thank god i did that research if not for that i would have i don't know i don't see how i'm going to survive or how i was going to have survived that business really and i still want to run the business but now i have more information and i can step back and get more prepared before venturing into it but despite that you would realize that no matter how much research you do in fact more you delve into research the more you'd see that a lot of people are already doing that business already in different ways in different expressions but a lot of people doing that business already so it's not important for you after finding out that okay this is the business I want to run and seeing that okay I have a lot of competitors or I have a lot of people doing this already then how do I carve a niche for myself anyway so let's just go back to the myth and the myth says that someone is already running my intended business idea and i don't want to look like a copycat girl the most successful business owners that i have seen i've read of and i've heard about are copycats and what i mean by this is the ideas that they are running are not invented by them somebody else had invented these ideas but then they the businesses that are successful are not successful because the ideas are unique or they are special but because the owners or the people running these ideas have added innovation and creativity and solutions to that in the, to that business idea and then they present it as something fresh and, and for me that's the first reason why despite how crowded an industry is you still go out and run your business because no business idea is new or a lot of business ideas are not new somebody is already doing this somewhere maybe in a different way but somebody's already doing it somewhere most likely if you do your research very well number two reason is because no one has a unique combination of experiences personality your skill set your pain points everything you've experienced and that you've um, been exposed to that came together to inspire you to start this idea nobody has that combination so nobody can ever run this the, a business the same way you would have run it so we need you the world needs your idea number three the businesses that people run sometimes look the same on the outside like on the surface level it looks like oh wow doing the same thing like i'm running this jewelry store you're running this jewelry store and everybody's just running jewelry store. but trust me the vision that inspired the businesses for different people are different The processes and everything in between, all the details of the business will be different. The end results will be different. What we're all getting at will be different, right? What we're trying to achieve will be different. Even though on the surface it looks like, oh, we're all selling jewelry. But everything in between is different. So, I mean, you should not be scared to still venture into a business that somebody's already doing and also as long as people are still in need of this product that you're selling either it's a physical product or it's an intangible product as long as people are still in need as long as it is still in demand then you can run the business and you will make your own money so the only problem is if this product is not in demand but if it's in demand if people are buying in fact the fact that a lot of competitors are running this idea and they're making sales is the sign that you need that you can actually make sales in this business business because it actually means that there's a lot of demand in the business then also my number five point will be that do what you can to make this business or this niche better so so if you want to run an online fashion store for instance what can you do to make this industry or this business better what can you what can you do to make it faster study your competitors and look at the pain points that they are facing. Look at the complaints that their customers are making, and see how you can improve on that. So that when you come up with your own business, you are offering a solution that people are actually looking for, right? So do what you can, do your best to fix the pain points in that industry, and do yourself do your best to bring up solutions to existing problems and existing bottlenecks in that industry. That way, you are going to rise up faster. People are going to you know switch to your business faster. Then lastly. This is my favorite point. There's enough room for everybody to fly, fly. There's enough room for everybody to fly. I need you to have an abundance mindset. A scarcity mindset sees that, oh, it's say mindset Caesar. oh, everybody's doing it, and I don't think I have a place here, I'm not sure I'm going to make my own sales, but abundance mindset Caesar. there are enough customers, and there's enough demand for this product, and I have a place here, right? I have a place here. I have something that I can do here. I'm going to make my own money here. I need you to start thinking abundance. I need you to start seeing the world as a global village. If your competitors are targeting people within a locally a locality let's say that you're in nigeria for instance and your competitors are primarily in lagos can you start looking at other places the world is a big place nobody says you have to do the same thing for the same set of people in the same set of in the same with the same strategy as the other person look at other niches look at other locations look at other environments that you can actually target look at international markets look at people in the diaspora that might need your product right so look beyond what you can see and see the world as a as a large place as it is that's the abundance mindset anyways um i hope you got this though i'm excited that you've listened to this and i hope that you actually got my point but um bottom line is despite how crowded an industry is you can still thrive and you can thrive well however it is also important that you do research and if you realize in your research that this industry is crowded a lot of players in this industry but the demand is now low then you might need to start considering a separate industry right lastly back to what i mentioned when i first started this podcast ultimately before you invest your money into any business venture invest your time in research assess your risk factors Assess the business environment, be sure that this is something worth venturing into. Look at the demand and supply chain. Look at the pain points. Look at the comp- your competitors, what are they doing? What are the issues they're having? Look at all of that before you invest your money into a business. If you, if, even if you find out that everybody's doing it, a lot of people are doing it, it doesn't mean you can't do your own. You can just make it different, make it better, and look for how you can stand out in that industry. So basically, instead of thinking, I don't want to do what somebody is already doing. What you should be thinking of is, what different thing can I bring to this existing idea? How can I make this idea faster, how can I make it better or more appealing or more efficient? Anyway I'll stop right here today, I hope you've learned something, thank you so much for listening today i like to know what you think about this episode. Please drop your comments, your like, subscribe, and do not forget to join my community at Business. ORG so that I can help you in my own way. Catch you on the next episode. Keep winning! <laughs>